and welcome to the next episode of the Chosen Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Jenna. I'm Anna. And I'm Ryan. And this week we are talking about uh, the season one episode, Nightmares. We also, again, have our lovely guest host, Radu, one of our friends who had recently started watching Buffy. We just wouldn't let her leave. (laughs) Uh, So this episode is actually... Really? Are you gonna fucking say hi? I did say hi, but it was quietly. (laughs) And then I just mouthed it because the time had passed, and so I just. So on the Buffy wiki, uh, the first sentence of uh, the synopsis for this episode is Buffy has a nightmare about going to the master's lair and being choked by him. Which (laughs) say? That's not a nightmare. That's a Friday night. Sorry for leading this off with an Anna joke, but we can continue now. (laughs) Two weeks in a row. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, I actually really love this episode. Okay. I don't know what's funny. Sorry, I was... (laughs) Brian's dead. (laughs) When dreaming about... The master choking you in a lair for Buffy wasn't actually a nightmare or a wet dream. Oh my god. Anyway. <laughs> so this is, very, look ever. this is like a serious episode, guys. Has um, a very serious moment. Um, yeah. Can I also say I thought the child was uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt growing up? Oh yeah, I could totally see that. That 90s haircut, yeah. like the middle. Yeah. yeah, definitely same look i really thought it was him until like i watched it again like last year like so even like when i watched it more recent like when i was older i still thought it was him and then i was like last year i was like no that isn't him Oops. and we have the two annoying kids in this episode you've got you've got <sighs> billy which like you know kind of poor billy like he's he got abused by an adult and is yeah. in a coma but then you also have uh the the annoying one. Oh yeah. Oh god. The the character that like literally served no purpose but was in a season and a half. So annoying. I I like to this day wonder if there was more intent with him or if it literally was just like his parents were just like, "All right, this isn't going anywhere and it's more violent than you said. We're pulling him." Yeah, like <laughs> like was there was he always just meant to kind of be like I guess kind of like a red herring where like you think that he's gonna do something yeah because like his purpose in the first season was that he leads Buffy to the master so that the master can kill her yeah but like what why was he in season two at all because he took over for the master yeah but there's like no purpose to him except to kind of like I guess lead until Spike and Drew come in right but they could have just had those two come in earlier or just not had a lead vampire or brought back Luke. Um, so just a quick question. What's the episode later on where they also are all dreaming? Oh, Tabula Raza. No, 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 before that. Um, they're all like... Oh, um, uh, Restless. Okay, yeah, I was saying, like, this is kind of like the prototype to Restless. Where, like, this is, like, kind of like the, like, rough edge, like, not... It's like, Restless is my favorite episode of Buffy, which is weird, I forgot the name of it, anyway. Um, Yeah, Tabula Raza is not dreams, I don't know why I said that. (laughs) But it's I feel like, like this is, like, kind of, like, the less dramatic version of it, where this is kind of just very straightforward, and Restless is kind of more, way more intense and, like, speculative, mm-hmm. but, um, this is where, like, the, the Scoobies, uh, all kind of, uh, live out their nightmares. 
Yeah. yeah. And of course, Xander's is just nonsense, afraid of a clown. I mean, same, but... And, and like, also, like, the candy bars. The I know. The stupid-ass candy bars. I know. I know. <laughs> Who was well, the... that would be me, too. You could get me to do anything if you just spilled it... dots on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> it did make me think of in early... And I'm I'm going to, like, embarrass myself by saying that I watched the early seasons of this book, Family Guy, when they had... Oh, no, Brian! See, I, like, I love that you, like, proudly own up to, like, loving the OC and stuff like that, where you're like, guys, my shameful secret, Family Guy. I, I <laughs> Family Guy like is a, not. So, in my, like, junior and senior year of high school, I went through, like, a big Family Guy phase. Because so I thought I was like, oh, it's it got canceled. It's so edgy. I'm glad you grew out of it because some people just don't. So there's yeah. that. Like you also, can just track your personal. Earlier episodes way. were better before they were like. Let's do as much as we can. Yeah. Then it was like earlier episodes. It was like like stupid comedy, and then later episodes it was like let's make a bunch of transphobic jokes in one episode. Yeah. Um. But they they did a lot with James Wood as like. <laughs> like almost like an enemy for Peter and there's one where they're trying to trap him and they just have like M&Ms leading to the trap and it's him walking down the hall going ooh a piece of candy ooh a piece of candy ooh a piece of candy every single one and I just thought of Xander walking through the hall like the first time I saw that I can't that believe even, this candy like, bar is here like, they don't even sell this anymore <laughs> you could do that Fuck for me Xander. with like tequila shots <laughs> I just want to get Honestly, Mikkel, you could do that with Mikkel and cake. <laughs> or ice or cream. Or tennis balls. Like, as, so, as soon as. Oh, man. My boyfriend story. is a golden retriever. It's like frisbees in the summer. That day, we were all at McCarran Park and he literally was playing frisbee and was like peak golden retriever. This is why Mikkel is one of my favorite people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's okay, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then one of the only like nightmares that kind of bothers me in this is Cordelia's because it's just hair. It's literally like that she's not gonna look good, and then she's gonna be a nerd. Like the nerd, the like chess club drags her away down the hall, right? And it's like really funny, but it's like they've already made some insinuations that like. The, like, vapidly shallow persona is a put-on. Mm-hmm. And they do a lot more with that later, too, to, like, talk about, you know, that that a lot of her being an airhead is, is fake. Um, you know, she ends up, like, literally acing her SATs and, like, uh, in the episode with the invisible girl Marcy, she's, like, talking to... You know, Jenna, you've brought this up in a couple episodes, like, when she's talking to Buffy and saying, like, how hard it is to feel alone when you are surrounded by people. Like, I felt like they could have done so much so more. Deep. It could have been like, a game of waste at us in 2004. It probably, it probably was. was. <laughs> Ayo! <laughs> yes! yes! Snort number one. That's number two. The chosen podcast drinking game. Do a shot every time I snort. Oh, man. Okay. Um, Yeah, I just felt like they could have done a lot more with uh, Cordelia's nightmare to kind of do, like, some character building instead of, like, like a joke plot line. Like, people find out she's a brain. 
Yeah. And I guess like a like a little bit it was that like, oh, people are gonna find out that she actually is smart. But the way that it was done wasn't even like that she, like it that was, she is it was smart. Like, it was just that they took away her beauty. Yeah. It was like, oh, she got frizzy hair. That means she's a nerd now. Mm-hmm. I mean that's me. Yes. Yeah, Literally. Yeah. Like, look at my hair. <laughs> it's frizzy. Same I am I'm, a nerd. I'm Hermione in the first movie. Yeah. Like I talk about how I love spreadsheets all the time. Like, <laughs> let's be real here. <laughs> also, I literally it. saw you post on someone's <laughs> Facebook, like, oh, my, my Excel buddy. Yeah, that was Soria. Um, uh, but, Soria. yeah, if anyone needs Excel help, just reach out to me. Excel? <laughs> oh, that's cute. Excel. Um... But anyway, um... Are you giving yourself I, a devil lock? No. <laughs> that playing was a, with my hair. That was the no of someone who's definitely giving themselves a devil lock. <laughs> no. Anna catches me a lot of times, like... I'll, I'll get, like, really, like, bored or, like, anxious, and I'll just start, like, like braiding my hair, but I end up, like, the way that I do it, just, like, without thinking, is I basically give myself a dancing braid... <laughs> I did that at the hotel, the acoustic hotel year, and Anna was just like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, this set is just fucking me up too much. Oh, Yo, yeah. Yep. Oh, sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, my least favorite one isn't even the Cordelia. My least favorite nightmare is the spiders, because I fucking hate spiders. And it's like the most cliche nightmare besides the clouds and it's like totally unnecessary it's like pick anything else because i don't want to see spiders yeah and like also it's for what's his name wendell like (laughs) (laughs) i'm just glad they gave someone in the series the name wendell like are you just trying to be like hey why wasn't his nightmare more about like his own fucking name yeah or does he have a pocket protector or I he did know. have like a major center part bowl cut. It's true. It's true. But so did half the characters in the nineties. Oh yeah. So did Billy. Ugh. So Buffy's was what her dad gets really mad at her. It doesn't get mad at her, but basically he just is like, "I hate you. You ruined my life. You're a failure." Yeah, like the divorce is yeah. your fault. And like... she then turns into a vampire too. So it's like yeah. she's living in she, two. Yeah, she gets it shows like the, the dichotomy that she lives in. Yeah, mm-hmm. the. The vampire one I really actually liked because it's the first time in the series that we kind of see Buffy being afraid of that that no like that she is the monster right like and we get into that a lot more in like later seasons where she starts kind of questioning what gives her the right to decide who deserves to live and die um well, it's also, then, like, I think foreshadowing to be, like, I, I am the thing that monsters have nightmares about. Yeah. Well, and also, like, spoiler alert for for Radu in season three, but, like, oh. finding out in, uh, in one of the seasons about that, like, part of being a slayer is that, like, they started the slayer lineage by having a demon rape a woman and that like the the slayers are born of 
this violent act between demons and women. And so, like, there's a lot of, like, symbolism in her turning into the vampire in her nightmare. Yeah. It's also, she's the first of the main characters to turn into a vampire, and we end up getting, like, everyone but... Well, yeah, because Angel isn't even a main character at this point. He's still recurring. Um, Giles is the only one that never turns into a vampire throughout the whole series. But he does turn into a demon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, during that episode with, like, Ethan, Ethan right? right? Yeah. Daddy Giles. Is it that he turns into a demon? See, there's, like, a whole, like, like, when there's a lot of episodes in a season, like, I'll just get distracted on my phone for, like, four <laughs> entire episodes, and then I'm like, what happened? <laughs> Yeah, sometimes with Buffy, it's hard to tell what's a filler and what's not, because, like, it'll be a totally bullshit filler episode with, like, five minutes of, like, stuff you need to know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, Giles does turn into a feral demon. Yeah. And goes on an adventure with Spike. So cute. (laughs) Later season? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's That's, season That's my OTP is Giles and Spike. Yo, same. (laughs) Ryan's like, I got the fan fiction ready. Like, you don't even know. But if anyone actually has the written... Please send it to us. I'll do a dramatic reading. You know what? I guarantee... Like, let's let's look this up right now. (laughs) That guy with a two-by-four for an arm just, like, beating the shit out of everybody is so scary. Oh, my God. I hate that. Yep. Found a whole bunch of Oh, shit, of there is so much. Archive of Our Own, are you on that website? <laughs> yeah, I um, I saw that, and also fanfiction.com, and half half of the ones that I'm seeing on fanfiction are literally, like, the two of them are, like, when Spike was chained up in Giles' Wait, bathtub in the, season four. The tag, the two tags I found on one of the top-rated ones are non-graphic comma, dubious consent. You gotta pick one! <laughs> do I read this or do I avoid this and burn it? Like, you gotta pick. Jesus Christ. If anyone out there writes fan fiction, I need you to send it to us because, like... There's also... Fucking... So, on Archive of Our Own, there are two that are Cordelia on Cordelia fan fiction. Oh, yes. Same. Really? And one, That's my king. One is, like, Cordelia, like, runs into an alternate universe version of herself. Like, her and Angel runs into her in Buffy. I, I don't know, I don't know, like, Ooh. that specific. They um, are two different Cordies. They really are. Her her character, like, season one of Angel it's is so still good. mostly Cord, like, Sunny, like, still mostly Buffy Cordelia until, like, later in that season. But, like, season two and three. Of Angel? Of Angel. Wait, Buffy's in Angel? No, Cordelia is. Oh. Is Buffy in Angel? She does some crossover episodes. Mostly are lame. Yeah. She, like, most most of her Angel crossovers are literally, like, just for ratings. Like, and you can always tell, too, because they are, like, the episode before the mid-season finale or something like that. So, you know, it was, like, the November sweeps, which yeah. is when they're trying to get their ratings up before they go on hiatus. But, yeah, and then we've got... Giles' Nightmare. Which is, like, it, it's really good. I like that one. Yeah. I actually, it's, it's perfect for him. Yeah. Yeah. With, with Buffy dying, like. Yeah. It's just so important because he feels so responsible for her. 
And it just goes to show, like, especially even though it's still season one, and they haven't known each other for that long, he really just cares so much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's so sweet. They have a good bond. Daddy uh, Giles. <laughs> he could be my daddy. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> also, I think it's interesting, like, there's, like, the continue um, with both Buffy's Nightmare and the the way the, sh- the episode, rather, is structured. She's a slayer who gets hospitalized because of like the flu it's like she constantly has to like she can like you know kill a ton of vampires in one night and have this like kind of like slayer strength but like real life shit like human shit does still happen to her wait isn't she hospitalized because of the flu in the episode where like yeah you're getting killing you're getting little kids too oh. confused yeah well, what else is new the, the like kinder snit or whatever <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is also a super creepy villain. That was so villain. Okay, scary thought, looking. I don't know why for some reason I thought that like this episode was born of her having a fever dream, but if anyone wants to write a Buffy sequel, <laughs> do I have ideas? Um, yeah. Ow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just hit my own nose. Um. Oh, okay, this is, okay. I'm a little more grounded where we are now. <laughs> We're really great podcast hosts. It all kind of blends into one. Xander's annoying. Willow's adorable. Buffy has yeah, a lot of Yeah, she also hates drama. spiders, so, you know, we're yeah. like the same person. What's so, Willow's nightmare again? I forget. Willow's is public speaking. Like she, she, oh, she has to go yeah, sing. The, which we, the opera. we see again a few times because right. we see that in the um, the dummy episode. Mm-hmm. That oh, right. at the end when they have to do like what do they do like Othello? Mm-hmm. Wait, the with the with the um the puppet the ventriloquist dummy. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, that's just like the talent show. You might show, not right? like spiders, yeah. but like that ventriloquist dummy episode, I was like kind oh, of watching God. it like from like the corner of my eye because I remember begging my mother to watch Goosebumps when I was really young and I watched oh, the show. I know, I know exactly what. And yeah. I've been no. fucked oh, up ever since. Slappy dolls. the dummy. Mm. So mm, I have nope. I have literally like an inherited fear of dummies because my mom is terrified of dolls and dummies. Um and a lot of it is because like when she was little like she has terrible vision like is is like like practically blind and so at night she couldn't see shit so she would think that she was seeing other things in the dark so she thought that like her dolls were coming to life oh to kill God. her oh and then my God. grandmother one time just to like fuck with her this was when she was older I had like a my buddy doll which is like <laughs> basically what Chucky is based off of and my grandmother put the my buddy doll in my mom's bed with like a nail file in her in his hand and like covered it with the sheets so when my mom went to go to bed that night the doll was just there with a nail file in hand. So yeah, my mom is terrified of dolls and dummies. And because of it has like made me also, I'm not like terrified, but they do creep me the fuck out. As they should. Yeah, my mom had a bunch of ceramic dolls in yeah. her as a kid. And, um, and every you guys night, love Miss Edith. I don't get she it. She would make my grandma turn them around so they weren't looking at her. Wait, who's Miss Edith? Miss uh, Edith Drusilla's is Drusilla's doll. doll. <laughs> but oh yeah, I, I was just gonna say she has a bunch of dolls that she's talking yeah, to. Yeah, but but I, like I love them because they like work with her character so much, and they like are really creepy. Like that's what I like about them. 
It's so weird. <laughs> I'll never get over it. I love Drew, but Miss Edith freaks me out. Um. So we can like I mean, I've also heard so like at one point Buffy is buried alive. Um. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um. And Sarah Michelle Geller has actually said that this is one of her biggest fears. So this was actually a really hard episode to film. Yeah. Um, and, like, this isn't the only time that she's going to wake up in a coffin. So it's just like, I can't even imagine having to live out these things. Like, even if it's, like, technically fake because it's being filmed. But, like, you're like, oh, I'm trapped in a box right now. That's a pretty universal fear, I, w- I would assume. I can't even think of what my... Number one. Yeah, what are, what are your guys... Like, what do you think you guys would have as your nightmare? Like, do you have any recurring nightmares? Or do you have something that, like... Because, like, this was supposed to be, like, biggest fears. So, I can actually tell you the worst nightmare that I had when I was little. Um, which is gonna sound so crazy saying out loud now. But I, like, vividly remember it. I used to have it all the time. Um, I got like I was like on a different planet and I was camping with a bunch of puppies and then <laughs> sounds sick so I all of a sudden these like aliens came and tried to attack us and so me and all the puppies ran into the tent um and like it was me trying to, like, close the tent with a zipper as, like, the hand is, like, coming in to grab me. Oh, no. And I could not, for, like, weeks, like, sleep with my door. I always had to close my door and, like, put a towel underneath and had to sleep with my window down because I was so scared of something coming and grabbing me while I was sleeping. Oh, Jesus. Oh, and I was, like, seven. <laughs> So, hence the puppies. <laughs> I mean, still now. <laughs> but, yeah. So, like, I that freaked me out for, like, years. Because I would have the, like, nightmare over and over again. Now, it would probably be being buried alive with spiders. <laughs> if I had just combined them all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, and needles. Uh, you literally just got a septum <laughs> piercing yesterday. And, <laughs> and, like, how many tattoos? What? Okay, it's different. <laughs> the tattoos are different. Yeah, you really don't see the needle when you get a tattoo. You kind of just hear it. Yeah. Um, Also, it's, like, a different kind of pain. Like, the needle, like, the septum piercing, I kind of cried. Uh, (laughs) 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 I don't know. Uh, But, like, with tattoos, it's, like, you know, like, it's just whatever. But, like, like, if I can feel it going into my skin, I'm, like, freaking out just thinking about it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's a... uh, yeah. Yeah. I cry uh, when I get the flu shot, though, so. Yeah. I think for me, like, I've had sleep paralysis before, like, a bunch. So, like, if that lasted for any kind of extended period of time, I think that's my worst nightmare. Like, just, I'm also kind of claustrophobic, so, like, not being able to move, not being able to speak, feeling, like, physically enclosed in a place. Um, I guess then buried alive would definitely. Yeah. Or drowning or something like that would definitely be included Trapped in Trapped in an elevator. Oh my god. So, I'm, I've always been claustrophobic. Same. It plays into my anxiety a lot, even when I was a kid. Um, 
my uncle is an elevator repair person and so he would just like tell us horror stories like all the things that could go wrong which has not helped oh god <laughs> just at any point he used to work in the empire state building told me a lot of fun stories about that when we worked there oh fun yeah yeah we don't yeah <laughs> um at shows like i start having panic attacks when i'm surrounded by like really tall yeah. dudes yeah because like a lot of times in my experience, most recently at the Lemuria show, Brooklyn Bazaar, um, dudes won't see me in a crowd and will try to walk through me because right. their line of vision is, like, over my head. And it's just like, y'all, you're just going to fucking trample me and not notice yeah. because you're fucking, you don't even see me. Which is why I'm either all the way up front or all the way in the back. Like, yeah. I, I can't be in the middle of a crowd anymore. It's like, oh, believe me, I know where all the exits are in this yeah. place. <laughs> <laughs> I've looked. What about you, Ryder? Uh, basically diseases, <laughs> like getting, like, a horrible, like, like extremely specific diseases, like having an organ explode or getting like, I don't know, like GBM or something. Where like, of course, the doctors like dream nightmare is all like clinical. I've said no, see, I I'm afraid of that. I'm afraid of um, being in a situation in which I'm like going to die, like. I'm going to get murdered and there's nothing I can do. Like, I, I you, you, regularly have dreams about people murdering me and then I wake up and it's just Mikel hitting me with his elbow. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, like, are, like, involved in a lot of, like, serial killer, like, podcasts and, like, documentaries and shit, I feel, which can't necessarily help that fear. As someone who's also reads a lot of true yeah. crime and then, like, jumps out of their skin every time they hear a noise. Yeah, like... Anna, me, who spends, like, four days in a row just reading all of the, like, the Reddit and, like creepypasta horror stories and yeah, then it's like, like are no sleep why do I'm I like, think Ooh. I'm gonna die at every moment I'm just like I'm afraid of like home invasion and like imminent murder like kidnapping um also like burning alive probably yeah mm-hmm. I feel like that one doesn't freak me out as much because I went through my pyromania phase so <laughs> you know mm. I would just like the like burning <laughs> burning alive is probably like the in lot. my mind, like, the worst way to die yeah. is because, yeah. like, your nerve so endings slow. and shit. Yeah, all drowning's not great either. No, drowning definitely isn't, but, yeah, when I was younger, I, and I think I talked about this on another episode, but I had a recurring nightmare that was basically a scene out of Fantasia where I was in a room that spun around, like, a carousel, and there were, like, two giant, like, like weird like hippos uh, like would like just screech and like would chase me around and like try to like jump on me and stuff and I like have no voice in it so I can't like yell for help or anything oh Oh, shit isn't there a Buffy episode where no one can talk yeah yeah you're coming up on that soon that's like one of the best episodes Colleen said is the scariest one yeah the guys in it are creepy the gentlemen um so good though but yeah i i also have like had sleep paralysis so what even what is that so basically it's it's where you're there's like a disconnect between you coming out of like different levels of sleep so like you still your body is not moving because it thinks you're still falling asleep Mm -hmm. but your mind is in like a twilight phase where you are semi awake but also like are having like really weird vivid hallucinations because you are 
not fully awake. And you can't move. Yeah, that's and the you, worst liter- part. you literally I've had nightmares cannot are move. Fine. You, you can't move is the worst part. How yeah. do you get out of it? You either fall back asleep yeah. and wake up later, or you wake up during. Hmm. And like, the the thing is, if you if you have any like recollection of them, it means you probably have it happen quite often because generally you don't remember sleep paralysis. See, so the more that you have them and remember, the more it means that you probably have had them. I've had them. I had them a lot in college. Basically, it only happens to me when I am super sleep deprived or super like having like multiple panic attacks like day after day because I'm stressed or like there's some external stressor going on. Which is why it happened to me a lot in college. And it's kind of funny because at the time when it was happening, obviously it was like the first time it happened, it was the scariest experience of my life. But then in retrospect, if I had to describe to you what the thing looked like that I saw, you remember that episode of Spongebob where it's that old lady in the wheelchair going, chocolate? It was basically that. Which well, that's the thing is kind of like helps really... me in retrospect. It's like, this can't be too bad because like that's what I saw like hovering over my bed is like literally the chocolate lady from Spongebob. <laughs> chocolate. Colleen told me a story of like, having sleep paralysis and falling out of her bed to try to wake herself up and and Melissa came in and murdered her. It was at the peak of them not getting along and I was like, girl, you're making this up. No, that like but, sounds legit. Yeah, no, 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 no. Like now I, I just like, I had never heard anybody else ever talk about it. A lot What's of people do confuse it though with night terrors too, which are like basically nightmares, nightmares on crack. Like where they they are like extremely vivid to the point where like you wake up and like legit don't nec- you like don't necessarily believe that it was a dream. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. So like when I had them um in college I was living at my parents' house which I was staying in my childhood bedroom um and they were all kind of fantastical monsters from what I can remember like the chocolate lady. <laughs> when I've had them here in my Talk apartment, um, yeah, it's only happened once or twice. It's been, like, human beings, which is fucking terrifying. Like, someone breaking into my house to murder me, which mm-hmm. is, like, a real fear instead of, like, and monster. Yeah. <laughs> like, just seeing, like, a guy set in the foot of your bed that you don't recognize and you can't move is, like, probably the scariest thing I can think I would of. love to see, like, yeah. the fMRI of a brain of somebody going through that. I'm sure you could probably find them online because they have done some studies on them. Um, because I I remember we we had like a whole chapter on like parasomnias uh, in my like an abnormal sight class. So I don't know what like my like current nightmare would be though. It would probably be like hanging out with me all the time. <laughs> These like, days I'm just afraid of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like seriously afraid. Of, like if somebody sneezes on the probably... street, but I have my headphones on and I don't know why they're jerking. Like, my heart drops into my fucking feet, and I'm like, I'm about to be killed. When someone walks behind me, and I'm just sitting on a train platform, like, they're gonna push me. I'm yeah. dead now. No, every time the train goes by, I literally go like this until it is in front of me. I, I like, think that, like, for me, a lot of them... Because, like, honestly, like, if someone pushes me, I'm dead, I'm, and then whatever. You don't want to die <laughs> like that? It's done and over, It is not done and over. They're the ads in the summer, like, 200 people have died from getting hit by trains. Like, 98 of them died. What happened to the rest? They're probably fucked. Yeah, probably fucked up. Honestly, if that were me, I would just, like, legit, like, in my, like, flailing, bleeding out body, like, make sure I hit that third rail to, like, just finish oh my myself God. off. So that I don't have to, like, survive that. But, like, I think that my, like, nightmare... Did someone die on the 7 train today? Probably. Today? I yeah. mean... 
Yeah. Probably. Did someone get pressured by a jumper? No, they had a heart attack on the train. Oh. No. R.I.P. Boring. Oh my god. So my coworker and I you were sound like, like Faith. My coworker and I were like, was it a murder? And then yeah. Did oh, they yeah. get pushed? Did they question in this goddamn hellscape of No, they had a heart attack. Oh, natural causes? How lame. If I'm on a train and they're like, we're delayed due to a sick passenger, like literally that person better be dead. Yeah. Wait, do you remember when Avalon they was like Avalon, that person yeah. was me? Yeah, Avalon used to think that every time they said that there was a sick passenger. It was because someone died, and we had to be like, Avalon, no, that's not what that means. Like, because. So they were saying it was a sick passenger. Time. Well, they probably do say that, like, to not freak people out, but, like, every time you hear there's a sick passenger does not mean that someone died. Right. This has to get cut out. No, I'm leaving this. This is staying in. Avalon, you are called the fuck out. I thought you were talking shit because you've said this to their face yes. before. But, um, yeah, I think my, I think my, like, nightmares episode nightmares would be like any of my insecurities like being acknowledged so like i thought you meant one of your insecurities was being acknowledged and i was like should i stop saying good morning to you when i see you angela should (laughs) work drama um um but yeah like it would be like people like telling me that that they just put up with me and just tolerate me and don't actually care and then like definitely i would have like the buffy moment of like like father figure disappointment Are because they turning into a vampire no <laughs> ryan we love you and acknowledge you and care about you yeah that's true just letting you know all the above so does my mom my mom just texts me <laughs> <laughs> oh it's she, a picture of my dog oh she knows <laughs> yeah i mean this episode was also just like <gasps> they have thunderstorms oh. there so she's all sad oh Anyway, back to the end of this episode. It's, like, really sad. Because yeah. it all started because a little boy is being abused by his baseball coach. Right. Um, it Doesn't it end with just, like, them realizing it was him and he gets arrested and that's it? Um, they, like... Buffy confronts it, him? Wh- what's kind of funny is that, like, yeah, they confront him at the... He come... The coach comes in. She realizes that he is the ugly man Mm -hmm. and then they realize like oh he's blaming the kid for losing the game Mm -hmm. and that's why he beat the shit out of the kid and put him in a coma yeah and he does get arrested and then there's like a throwaway line where it's implied that it's like the same day or the next day at school and they're like well it's good to know that like they said he's going to be in prison for a long time the court system doesn't work that fast first of all and also, white man that is, like, well-known in the community is probably not going away for a long time, even if he did beat the shit out of a kid. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, for Buffy, it all works out in the end. Like, she goes off with her dad on their actual weekend, and... The first time that we see her dad is this episode. Yeah. I thought that that what was real beat. for a second, and I was just like... Um, oh, Yeah. But then I, I always assume whenever anyone's acting weird, I'm like, are they possessed? Okay. <laughs> and then I waited out, you know, five minutes because I have no patience. And then I hover oh, over the other. I was going to say, you just <laughs> skip ahead to, the, like, the next chapter of the DVD. Yeah, basically. Oh, man. I'm not enjoying watching it on Hulu. I really liked it on Netflix because I could hover, you know. I could skip the b- intro. I can give you my DVDs. I don't think I have any way to play them. I don't have Your a, laptop doesn't I don't have, have a DVD? A, no, because I have an Air. Well, uh, 
Oh, I can do it George's, in George's PlayStation. George's PlayStation. I got George really into Buffy. Hell yeah. My roommate is rewatching it. Got George into it. We couldn't stop talking about into it. it. <laughs> Travis yeah. was into it for a minute. Yeah, Travis will sit down and watch it. See, even Ben will sometimes, and I like never see Ben. Ben doesn't do anything with us. Yeah, you got in a fight with George over it, though. Yeah, that's true, because I told him that, yes, all men act like fucking David Aurora Borealis after they have sex with people. <laughs> and George was wasted and, like, being swallowed by our couch, and he's like, that's not true. And, and I was like, sunken place. I was like, it is, dude. Like, all, all men are either David Aurora all, Borealis all men. or yeah. Alexander. Yes, all men. And we didn't talk to each other for a week because of Oh, Angel. my God. <laughs> so... We went to bed angry at each other, and Mikkel was upset with me because <laughs> he loves George. <laughs> they have they have a romance to last through the ages. <laughs> like whenever the other isn't around, they're like, "I really just love him so much." <laughs> Anything else that anyone wants to say about this episode? No, I think it's I a think pretty it, solid yeah. episode. Yeah. It's good. Uh-huh. Solid B plus. Yeah. I'd, I'd say B plus, maybe A minus. I had to watch another one after because if I feel unhappy with the episode and unfulfilled, then I keep going. You know, I kept going after this one, so B plus yeah. over here. It could have could have done with less Xander, so you know. Yeah, <laughs> Xander with the worst nightmare. Well, yeah, and then he has that line about like, is he attracted to Van Buffy? And it was like something like, I have a problem, and it's like, yeah. You being alive is the problem. (laughs) Um, But that's it for this week's episode of the Chosen Podcast. I'm Jenna. You can find me on Twitter at Jenna Michelle with one L and three E's. I'm Anna. You can find me on Instagram at boobs like boobs dot Springsteen like the boss. Um, Please send me some hate mail. Uh, and I'm Ryan, and you can find me at Bad Girl Rai Rai. That's girl with three R's, no I's. Uh, you can find us at The Chosen Pod on Twitter, The Chosen Podcast on Instagram, or email us at thechosenpodcast at gmail.com. As always, thanks to The Potentials for our theme song. Uh, you can find them on Twitter at The Potentials UK, or you can find them on Bandcamp at thepotentialsuk.bandcamp.com. Thank you, Radu, for co-hosting yet another episode. You're wonderful. Thanks. Come back nice anytime. To, it was nice to hang and yell irrelevant nonsense. As always. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's I'm, all we do. I'm, I'm going to be, I've posted some, and I'm going to be posting some more of the messages that I get from Radu <laughs> while she is watching. So if you, you definitely want... get a lot this weekend. And definitely if anyone else wants to co-host, weekend. just reach out to one of us on those social media platforms. Yeah. We'd be happy to have you. Yeah. Uh, please, please do. Um, we love just, you know, rambling on with people because, let's be real, we're not really cohesive on these <laughs> podcasts, so it's more fun when y'all are around. Uh, so, until next time, bye! bye.